It's October 6, 2021. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of the science, technology, and innovation things happening in Hawaii. This is day eight of Hawaii Public Radio's fall membership campaign. I'm Bert Lum. Of course, during this uh, special membership campaign edition, we have Doug Murdoch. He's the CIO for the state of Hawaii. Uh, we have Christine Sakuda from Transform Hawaii Gov, and we have Kier Nigron from Microsoft, and they're all here to tell us about the upcoming Hawaii Annual Code Challenge. And, of course, during our live broadcast here, the phone lines are reserved for your show of support. Uh, we're looking for new members, so if you enjoy our weekly Tech Talks, we hope you'll consider supporting the great original local programming right here on Hawaii Public Radio. And, of course, you can show your support by going to hawaiipublicradio.org or calling 888 Four seven zero zero to become a member, and of course now I want to welcome Doug Murdoch uh, and Christine Sakuda and Kier Negron to Bite Marks Cafe. Doug, you're becoming a regular on the show. In fact, uh, weren't you on just a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> but Doug, we want to we, we want to we well we want to welcome all three of you yeah. to the show. Yeah. So hi Bert, aloha. Great. Now, you know the uh, Hawaii Annual Code Challenge. It's kind of a it's kind of a favorite topic of ours. It's been going on for like the last six years, and and uh, we always try to reserve a spot for uh, getting some information about what's happening with the, the with the latest uh, uh, code challenge. And Doug, when did it start? I think it started in what 2016. Was that? Yeah, I think that's right. It may be 2015. It was in Governor Ige's first year, and he wanted to have a Hawaii annual code challenge. So we've been doing it for six years now, and he always comes and acts as a judge during the final event so he can participate, uh, and he really enjoys this this activity. And, Doug, what, what, what's the significance of the Hawaii Annual Code Challenge? I mean, why, why has Governor Ige uh, enjoy doing this repeatedly, and, and what, what would you say is the, um, what is the importance of it? Why, would, why should people care about this Hawaii Annual Code Challenge? You know, it really inspires a lot of excitement among high school and college age tech uh, wannabe talent that that are interested in getting involved in this. And so a lot of students will uh, get into this and then decide, hey, this is what I want to do for my career. And it fosters our workforce development. They they compete to get, you know, to try and create a best proof of concept that they can based on challenges that we put in front of them. And then unlike other hacks that last one or two days, our last, you know, four weeks. So they have four weeks to build the prototype and then go through technical judging. Yeah, no, that's a it's a great program. And and for uh, Chris Sakuda, you, you've been involved with the Code Challenge from pretty much day one. I mean, what what brings you back to support this particular event? Uh, thank you, Bart and Aloha. It's always nice to be on Bite Marks Cafe um, we, I've been a judge for, for four years, and actually Transform Hawaii government has been supporting the Hawaii Annual Code Challenge since, since before I was a judge. And I really enjoy seeing the culmination of all the hard work that the teams do on judging day. Um, it's incredible in a short amount of time what the teams are able to put together as they collaborate with uh, the departments and the projects that they're working on. So that's the biggest reward of, of the, the hack for me and the reason why I keep, keep on coming back, supporting it and judging. 
No, that's great. That's great, Chris. And and uh, Negron, this is the first time that I think I've had you on the show as well as uh, uh, I'm, I'm just guessing here, but uh, Microsoft has has been around. But have you has Microsoft been a title sponsor of of the hack before? Yeah, aloha, Bert. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, they, we were sponsored last year, and I think this will be our second year sponsoring. Uh, and I believe we have even more invested this year in terms of um, skill set, talent, uh, folks running the workshops, and uh, being able to vote as part of the uh, final outcome of what everyone puts together. And and what what uh, is Microsoft's interest in participating in, in the Code Challenge? Well, you know, firstly, it's investing locally. You know, as a resident of Hawaii, it's uh, it's something I like to see from the company I work for. Uh, and as Doug was saying earlier, you know, it's it's part of a larger initiative, right? Skill set building and and readiness for technology workers in our community who are going to enter the field. So that's that's one of the big reasons. Um, and of course, we focus this year a lot on security. That's that's a big push. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And of course, all of these topics that. Uh, Microsoft, the company is squarely involved in is is really uh, what is going to be important uh, things for for students uh, coming out in in terms of being full participants in this whole digital economy of ours. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, super critical. And 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 Doug, you know, with um, with the pandemic going on, and you know, having having uh, the last couple of years basically everything going virtual, how has the hack survived and and how have you adapted uh you know given the given the restrictions nowadays yeah we moved the hack to be a virtual only event which is awesome and uh you know we continue to have great prize money for everybody and even all the the training sessions that we hold are virtual and uh while it has some drawbacks in terms of not being able to get together it has allowed us to expand the event to the neighbor islands and that's been well, that's a good point. So one of the things that the in-person hack uh, always had was uh, everybody show up, everybody kind of get a sense as to the camaraderie. The, the pitches are then delivered by uh, some of the representatives from the departments. And so, you know, everybody kind of gets together. And there's also always, always, obviously, there's always food there. So <laughs> that's always a fun thing. Uh, but But having it go virtual... Uh, there is definitely kind of the benefit of of having more of the neighbor island participation and and Doug, have you seen have you seen uh, the numbers of representative of of the neighbor islands and how has it how has it um, let's say what are the numbers that that seem to be uh, the the level of participation at this stage now? We had 160 attend the kickoff last year mm-hmm. and we had 18 teams that made it to the final round which was the judging and presentation day. So we've had really good presentation or really good participation from around the state. And I think one of the things that helps that is we have actual prize money because of our sponsors. So our top prize is $4,000. Second prize is 2000. Third prize is 1000. And then for high school students, we have a first prize of a thousand dollars and a second place prize of $500. So there's actually money people can make by participating in the hack. And, you know, in terms of the participants, have you pretty much focused in on, on the student student population, uh, given that I think uh, there's a fair amount that come from the University of Hawaii and, and HPU and uh, um, Shamanad? I mean, is that is that kind of the primary participants that take part in the hack along with the high school students? Yeah, I think last year maybe 14 of the teams were college students and four of the teams were high school students. 
this is a rough estimate. So, but we had more to start with. And then some people, for example, they actually, the product that they make has to be a working product. So that goes through a technical review and a, and a actual test to make sure that it works. And some teams don't make it past that. Yeah, I know it is kind of a, <clears throat> kind of a big challenge to come up with something in, in a short amount of time and, and actually have it work. And then to also put together, as, as you said, Doug, uh, a technical team or technical judging that kind of qualifies the, the functionality of, of that particular application. You know, I, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, maybe some of the actual benefits some of the, the students receive as a result of participating, but we want to hold that thought. We'll be right back at this short break to continue our conversation with Doug Murdoch, Christine Sakura, and Kier Negron. And, of course, we're talking about the Hawaii Annual Code Challenge. And if if you are uh, enjoying this local programming on Hawaii Public Radio, of course, you can show your support on our website at hawaiipublicradio.org, or you can give us a call here at 888-536-4700. And right now, we will head back over to Membership Campaign Central, and I'll hand it over to Savannah and Rachel. And, of course, we're back live in the studio, and I think I need to up my game since uh, I've been asked to be the voice of reason. That's a, that's a tall order, but I am up for it. Of course, this is Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio, and we're at day eight of the fall membership campaign. And, of course, you can visit the website at hawaiipublicradio.org, or you can also give us a call at 888-536-4700. And, of course, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Doug Murdoch. He's the CIO over at the State of Hawaii, and Christine Sakuda from Transform Hawaii Gov, and Kier Negron from Microsoft, and we're talking about the sixth annual Hawaii Annual Code Challenge. And and right before the break, you know, we were talking about the Code Challenge and the participants and how, you know, we it's a really an innovative and, and exciting opportunity for some of the participants to, to kind of get a sense as to what is uh, some of the challenges that uh, these um, state departments might encounter and are there some digital solutions for addressing uh, and, and coming up with a way to solve, you know, those particular challenges. And, and, and Kira, I wanted to ask you, you know, in terms of some of the students that get involved, I mean, what, do you, what are some of the, the, the benefits that they might realize uh, as a result of being a part of the you know, Hawaii Annual Code Challenge? Well, there's several. You know, off the top of my head, I would say participation in, in the hack. It's, it's a fantastic way to test and improve your skills, right, in a competitive environment, right? So that's good. You work with the team. So you get that team-building component that goes into that as well. Um, it's also a way to meet seasoned IT professionals in the community, which will build your network as you enter the field. Uh, and, then, of course, it bolsters, bolsters your resume. That's not going to hurt, you know, being part of it and doing that year over year. I think it's a good look. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and, and Kier, um there are workshops that are also – associated with the uh, the code challenge you know this is over the course of four weeks so there's a a bit of technical skills that people can gain as a result of the workshops what what um, workshops are are being offered uh, from the Microsoft standpoint we are offering a security and privacy considerations and application development um, essentially what that's focused on is preparing um, the students to understand consideration around you know how do you protect 
private information? How do you securitize an application based on how it connects to different uh, components in, in the network or other applications? And really, that, that whole approach of designing security from the beginning is a way to reduce vectors of attack before the product ever even launches. Uh, so that's, that's the big one we're pushing uh, this year. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's really critical. And and Doug, you know, in terms of the challenges that that we've been referring to, what what are the um, offers from some of the departments for twenty twenty one? What what are some of the ideas that or challenges pro- problems that are, are are needed to be solved? Yeah, we're going to go over all the challenges with people that want to participate on Saturday, October twenty third at ten a.m. on mm-hmm. our Zoom uh, conference center. Uh, and I have a list of some of them here. Uh, Department of Agriculture has a pet pickup notification application they'd like to have as a challenge. Somebody would notify people when their pet's ready to be picked up. Department of Land and Natural Resources wants to have a Pono Point system that creates an app or campaign to educate, reward, and motivate people to make Pono choices when it comes to Hawaii's environment. And, uh, and I see Hawaii in partnership with the Hawaii Marine Animal Response is looking for a sightings and reporting app where people can create an app that allows for quicker reporting of animal sightings and integrating that with GIS so that callers who normally would report these sightings, uh, you know, often they don't know where they're at, but this will have GIS built in so it will be able to tell. And then Office of Lion Affairs has a chatbot challenge, which would allow a chatbot to communicate with OHA beneficiaries for services. So those are some of the main challenges that we're going to have. And as I said, October 23rd, Saturday at 10 a.m., we'll have uh, each of the four departments uh, give a presentation on what their challenge entails and what they're hoping for. That's great. And, and uh, in terms of the, the challenges, did you have to go out there and, and really twist some arms to get the challenges? How, how has it been in year number six uh, to get the departments to come up with a, a good challenge? You know, I think we had twice as many challenges as we selected, but we had to select down so that we have just a reasonable number because otherwise judging becomes too difficult. But there are lots of needs out there, so um, we're looking forward to seeing what people come up with these. Yeah, that, that's great. And, and, and since you mentioned judging, uh, Chris, you said you were, you're, you've been a judge for uh, several, well, maybe all of, <laughs> all of the code challenges. Uh, what, are you, what are you looking for? Give, you can share some of your, your secret uh, um, things that you would like a, a team to demonstrate. <laughs> well, I've been, I've been fortunate enough to be a judge for, for four years. And, I, again, I'm always amazed at what, what the teams can develop under pressure. When given resources like here is offering, given support from the department, um, their, the data, access to access to the right kind of data and the right information, the, the teams just come through over and over again, and they're able to really present amazing, um, amazing projects. And, you know, when they do present, I think one of the benefits of having the Hawaii Annual Code Challenge online is people, people really focus on the digital delivery, you know, how, how um, the teams are able to present, you know, a demo of the real system, but also all of the background information, and they, they just get better and better. And so it's a great opportunity for the students. I'd, I'd encourage them to, to, to join and to try and put teams together. Um, and, you know, the government really, really um, 
supports their efforts. So it's a great collaboration between the public and private sector. And you bring up a good point, Chris. You know, in terms of the demonstration of the functionality of their application, I mean, they have to do this over Zoom, so they have to pretty, be pretty adept at, at uh, leveraging, you know, the online uh, delivery mechanism. And, and how, how, have there been any kind of innovative ways of how they demonstrate that? All, all kinds of innovative ways, and um, some of the workshops that the teams get are, of course, the technical workshops, but they also get support on how to present, you know, um, and what kind of tools can they use to do that, and, and it's amazing how practiced and polished some of the teams are, and, you know, these are, a lot of the, a lot of the teams are students, and so, you know, the delivery and the cohesiveness of the team and their ability to come together and and um, divide and conquer, you know, based on all the ch- all the challenges that they have within their within their mini challenges is just always impressive. And and Doug, you you mentioned that the actual kickoff is going to be on the twenty third, which is uh, just a couple of weeks away. Uh, our our um, how would you suggest people, you know, would they have to be a participant in an actual team, or can people uh, join in and, and see the events uh, if they if they register, you know, for um, participation in, in the uh, code challenge? You know, Bert, we have teams of one person and we have teams of ten people, so there's no team size limit. Um, sometimes it's a class uh, from a high school or university where people from the class are working together on on the project. Uh, but oftentimes it's just a group of people that want to try it. So it's great if they can watch the kickoff and look at the challenge and see what inspires them. And they can uh, get a ticket for that event at hacc.hawaii.gov. That's hack.hawaii.gov to register and, and try and find. And sometimes you can find people, you know, through the through the program to get involved with and, and work on a challenge. Yeah, yeah, it would be yeah, an interesting workshop to participate in in terms of the team formation. I don't know that's that's one of the workshops I think uh, being offered the first week of the uh, code challenge. So I'll I'll definitely put that up on our show notes uh, for later on t- this evening and and really uh, look forward to this coming uh, code challenge. And of course, the actual demo day is not till November twentieth. So there's a whole uh, four weeks between the start and the finish. Now, Doug Murdoch, he's the Chief Information Officer over at the State of Hawaii, Christine Sakuda, Executive Director of Transform Hawaii Gov, and Kier Negron from Microsoft. And, of course, I want to thank them all for joining us. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we'll talk to Elemental Accelerator about their latest cohort and the Earthshot Ventures. And, of course, in the meantime, don't go away. If you enjoy local programming like Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio, you can show your support by going to hawaiipublicradio.org or calling us at 888-536-4700. Right now, let's check in with Savannah and Rachel over at the Membership Campaign Central.